Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I think the thing that stuck out the most was our defensive end play. You know, I think we have guys that could be in a four-down four rush and that they can get to the quarterback. You know, also, we've got a little bit more size there. With adding Jeff Coat there, it really has been a big addition uh, for the D-line. And <clears throat> certainly John Morgan is, is a pass rushing guy that, that has made a lot of plays. I think that would be the number one thing. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a Trash Talk Thursday, and I know we're going to have some fun with that as the show goes on. 501-661-1037 is the number to call or to text in, as I will have some other headlines, too. Have your Rachel Hog update, do a ticket giveaway. But we also know that this weekend, it is the Arkansas Derby down there at Oakland. So it's going to be a busy time. And let's be honest, there's no better person to talk about everything going on down there at Oakland, especially during the race days, than our guy, Mark the Magician. It's time for Mark the Magician, out of bounds horse racing handicapper. King me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. So won't you please take me home? King <laughs> me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. He's feeling it. Please home. Look out! Mark the Magician, it's a big weekend in racing. It's Derby weekend, and Arkansas Derby is coming up on Saturday. What's up, Mark? What's up, Joe and John? Yes, it is Arkansas Derby week at Oakland Park. Thursday through Sunday racing. we got 13 races on Saturday for the Arkansas Derby. Only eight races today, so we've only got five more to go today. And a big 10-race card tomorrow, and, of course, the card I really love on Sunday. That's the laid-back gambler's day for sure. But a great card today so far. We've hit the first three exactas in a row in race one, two, and three. Getting ready for race four, and I'm ready to go to the card when you guys uh, allow me to do so. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's shoot for the – let's go ahead and start where we're at right here in race four. We've got about ten minutes till post time for race four. I love the number seven, Lady Envoy, a good horse to play across the board at four to one on the morning line. and four to one currently also. A good exacta and trifecta box here. Seven two one, seven two four. The seven and the two are definitely your key horses here. Lady Envoy number seven and number two, Abby the Bulldog, are definitely your key horses in race four. Move on down to race number six today at Oakland. Sunshiny here, almost seven degrees. The track is fast and it's playing very fair, so that sets it up perfectly for number seven on the outside in race six. I feel the need with Chelsea Bailey, trained by Burl McBride, local hot springs trainer here. A good one in place on number seven. I feel the need. You're playing your exactas and tries, seven, two, five, and seven, two, three. But focus in on number seven in race six today. I feel the need. You're coming this weekend to the track. Come see me. I'm at the Crosswalk Barn Grill. And tonight, after the races, if you're here today or you're coming by later, we've got a free catfish. Fish Fry, All You Can Eat, sponsored by Robertino Diodoro, myself, and a bunch of other trainers and owners here at Oakland Park. So right after the races are over, it's completely free. Anybody's welcome. I've talked to a bunch of folks. Come on by. We'll feed you for free. Hang out. We'll talk about horses for the weekend and get ready for the Friday card. And taking you out the door winner today are the best bets of the day. Leading trainer, Robertino Diodoro. Leading jockey, Christian Torres. Leading owner, Jerry Karoom. This horse has been running way above his head at Oakland the last two starts, dropping it down day today to get the win. And it will get claimed because it's in for $16,000 today. 
race eight, number three, Aloe Henry. Number three, Aloe Henry. Good, strong win bet here. If you're playing your exact to try key number three, Aloe Henry, with the eight, nine, five, seven. Three is the key here, 8957 for your Daxes, your Trifectas, and your Superfectas taking out the door winner in the nightcap race eight at Oakland Park today, Joe. Sounds like the place to be, Mark. Free food. Free food, right? All you can eat catfish. And they do this every year. And I became a sponsor the last couple of years. And it's really cool because the trainers, the jockeys come by. You'll see the Gary Stevens Hall of Fame trainer. You'll see Santana always comes by. Christian always comes by. Deodoro will be here. So it's kind of the meet and greet of the races and kind of doing it before it gets crazy because this weekend there's going to be at least 50,000 people here on Saturday for the biggest sporting event in Arkansas every single year. Infield will be open, and I'm looking forward to it. I know uh, Frank Fletcher's got a horse in the Arkansas Derby this weekend. Bob Baffert's got one that's not in his name, but it is under a man called Kim Yakteen. It's reincarnate, one of the horses I really like at the Derby, and a lot of other great racing on Saturday. And, guys, I look forward to talking to you tomorrow right here. You just let me know what time. There's a little confusion on the time today, but you let me know for sure what time we're on tomorrow, and we'll do it again tomorrow, guys. Well, I'll tell you this, Mark. You should be good to go at the same time tomorrow around 1.30, so we should be good there. But i got to ask you, though, I'm still trying to plan out my outfit of what I'm going to do. I tried. I did a great job last year trying to do something a little bit differently, so I need your advice on something. Should I go with the light baby blue or should I go with the pink? What, what's the what's the move here? Light navy blue. Light navy blue for sure. You're coming out to Oakland on Saturday, John? Uh, that is the rumor. Oh, my gosh. I remember you came last year, and you never made it over here. I think you had so many opportunities in different places. But come on by the crosswalk and say hello before you get all crazy over there at Oakland. And let me get you all set up. And uh, not liquored up, but just set up. We don't want to get you too crazy too early because you need to lose control. But I get you on some winners. But the navy blue, for sure. You're doing a suit. You're doing a hat. You need to have that cool gambler's hat if you've got one available. Yeah, I got I got the uh, actually doing the uh, shorts in a in a blazer. You know, which is kind of a move now. It's kind of a look. So it's like a full suit, okay. but just uh, with the shorts instead. Because I don't want to you know I don't want to look too fancy, but also like hey, it's kind of like hey, this guy's got style, but he also likes to party. You know, kind of going for that vibe. And you want. Yeah, and you want to be comfortable because the infield will be open, and you got all the tents out there, and you got to. I'm sure. That, does the Buzz have a tent this year out in the infield? Joe, John, do y'all know, or are they sponsored anything, or is it just Frank Fletcher doing a big tent out there? Going to be at the Tito's tent. The Tito's, okay. Are are you coming, Joe? I, I haven't seen you here in you. Are you coming, <laughs> Freaky Joe? Not this weekend. Oh, not this weekend. Okay, maybe next weekend. But look forward to see you, John. You come by and see me, and all the Buzz listeners come by. And I guarantee we're going to make some money this weekend. Just hang on tight. Hey, well, that's a guarantee, and we appreciate it, Mark, as always. We look forward to catching up with you and really diving into the uh, the Arkansas Derby, and hopefully you can tell us about some of the celebrities that are going to be down there because we know that's always a fun thing. Uh, always. They always surprise us. You never know who's coming until you get here. You know Big Sam will be here. Pippen will be here with his entourage You know, after he bought that house on the lake here, so he'll have his big entourage. No telling. As far as movie stars and other sports figures, there's no telling who will be here this weekend, but I'll try to find out more tonight when I'm talking to people here in Hot Springs. Yeah, if you see Aaron Rodgers, just have him tell him that we need the contract signed with the Jets so he can move on so I can uh, start getting my uh, Aaron Rodgers Jets jerseys, number 12, if you see him he, around. He's holding out. I think he's just holding out. <laughs> I mean, just making people wait to keep the attention on him, I believe, is what he's doing because it, it, the money can't be the object there. He's got more money than he knows what to do with. So we'll just see how that all pans out. I hope he does go to the Jets, and I hope they go all the way and get down there to at least get to the playoffs this year. That's what we're hoping for. But, hey, we really appreciate it as always, Mark. Uh, enjoy today, and we look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. All right, excellent, guys. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And uh opening baseball this weekend too a lot of baseball games going on so there's so much sporting events in the final four so much going on i'll talk to you tomorrow guys Have a take great care day. mark i appreciate it again that was mark the magician joining us on the jones and sun diamond and bridal fine jewelry hotline uh yeah i know that uh people amount of fifty thousand is a lot going down there to the derby but it's such a big deal and we've already seen a few celebrities go down like dave portnoy here recently went down for oakland and checked out the races there too so I'm sure that there'll be people that will be very known that'll be like, hey, we've arrived, but there'll probably be some celebrities that are trying to be a little incognito, they'll keep be themselves. In the box. Yeah. 
maybe uh, maybe get to, a little chance to see some pictures or something like that on social media as well. But I love the Derby. I know that uh, actually I didn't go. I went two years ago. I didn't get to go to last year, but uh, going two years ago was just a lot of fun. And if you haven't experienced it, you definitely need to. Because I was somebody that was a little reserved by it. I didn't think it would be as fun as what people told me. Or they just seemed, man, it's so many people and it's so much going on. And, you know, when it's horse racing, how, you know, how much fun will it be if it's just for one race or whatever? But uh, forget all that noise. It is definitely something that is worth going to if you haven't been before. And so much fun. And the people that are there and then the outfits and the the good times rolling out there as well. You definitely got to experience it if you haven't experienced it yet down there at Oakland. It's a sporting event. And anytime you can get that amount of people together, you know it's going to be a great time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, first Arkansas Bank Trust text line. This comes from the 870 says, I've seen Quincy Oliveira highlights. The dude can shoot. Pinion could get more open shots if we had someone like that in the game, too. Blocker's a good shooter, too. And Oliveira, by the way, is the transfer out of Rice that Arkansas is hot and heavy on. Just need to add some meat in the paint, and we should be good to go. And he also says, oh, and Joe, where does Lamar Jackson end up getting traded to? Well, if it's traded, it looks like the Colts. The Colts are the ones that have shown the most interest in him, and they do have one of the top picks, so it would make sense if they trade that top pick along with a couple more picks, and then uh, they get Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens are able to move up and possibly get a quarterback there if that's what they desire to get. Also, Jacob tweets at us, uh, continuing on with our basketball discussion. Uh, it says that uh, well, let me find it. Yeah, it says that with what's coming up next year and the uncertainty as far as who's going to be on the roster. Who are what's the type of player or who are the type of players that you think must should be able to add this offseason in the transfer portal? I feel like we need a shooter more than anything, but I wouldn't mind seeing some guys down low too. Shooters. Shooters first and foremost. That's what's been lacking from this team past couple of seasons. You need to get better shooting the ball altogether, not only from three point range, but just shooting in general. So when you get shooters, you want to get multiple shooters, not just about getting one. You need to be able to get a couple of those guys. Yeah, and also guys that can you know do more than just shoot too, because you'll have to be good defenders and whatnot. Which of course, if shooting's our number one thing, that's great. But uh, you're going to have to be a guy that's experienced, it's good at defense, all of those things, and uh, is going to have the uh, effort and work hard for uh, what Muss is looking at too. But I mean, listen, I'll take any sort of skilled player, whether it's a shooter or a big man or, or whatever. I'll take any and all of them. It's, uh, it's just about what is going to be the best fit and what will be able to take them to that next step. Because I started going through it and looking at this, the post-presence for Arkansas. If Jalen Graham is leaving, which I think that's where people are leaning, and even if the Mitchell Twins are leaving, which I think people are leaning towards that as well, you'll have Brazil back, but you also lost Kamani Johnson. So you're talking about where you have Bayfall and Brazil, and that may be the only inside presence you have, assuming that these guys move on. So they're... They're definitely going to have to get at least two more big guys or at least guys that can play down low to be able to uh, counter those guys or at least have some skill sets there too because, you know, if again, assuming that all those players are moving on, you don't want to get beat in the paint and don't want to have anybody down there that can play defense where people can just roll on you. I know guards are important, but uh, they're definitely going to need to address the size down low too if those guys continue to look like their path is going to be moving on, which at this point in time is what it looks like. No guarantee on Brazil either. Brazil is a guy who he may explore some NBA options. Yeah, which I wouldn't blame him at all. Would not blame him at all. But, uh, yeah, that's what makes this ki- this time is fun, but also a little bit eerie and ex- uh, <laughs> like stressful. Uh, also from the 501 says, when is the deadline to declare for the draft and, or, and to enter into the transfer portal? I actually don't know the exact dates of, of when that is, at least for the NBA draft. So the draft combine is May 15th through 21st, and it's usually 10 days after the draft combine that you have to decide whether you're going to go back to college or you're going to stay in the draft lottery. Yeah, and I'm looking up the transfer portal as far as end dates go because uh, I know there's always going to be a window that people are going to be making their decisions there too. And the deadline to declare is April 23rd. So if they're going to say they're exploring their NBA options April 23rd, if they want to return to college, it needs to be within that 10-day window after the NBA draft combine. And it ends on May 21st. So somewhere close to early June is when you need to say that you're either going to return to school or you're going to stay in the draft lottery. And then also with the 
transfer portal for this school year. It has it for different sports, but for men's and women's basketball, the portals are open from March 13th to May 11th. So you're talking about May 11th will be uh, the time when it closes, which <laughs> you're talking about over a month, uh, five weeks roughly, until that ends up uh, closing up. So the, plenty of time, plenty of time to get that all that figured out, but uh, that will be the final date for uh, if people can go and transfer. Also from the 479 says, uh, why didn't we get Corey Williams? Okay. Uh, Good question. Yeah. It's like uh, maybe you might want to send that over to uh, the coaches and ask them why they uh, didn't get Corey Williams. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know that when it comes to who they search for, they have particular players that they target heavily, and those are the ones that they want. And it's not to say they always get those players that they want, but who knows? Maybe it was just something that the coaches didn't want, or maybe it's not something Corey wanted. It could be as simple as that. But, yeah. If we find out, though, we'll let you know. Uh, let's see, Asher Record Life Fan Feedback, talking about the Arkansas Derby from a long-time listener. How about that? says, I could bet $1 on the favorite to win the first race and have more money than Mr. Lottery Pick had in the NCAA tournament. says, for real, though, just joking, don't see why people think that Nick Smith is so good. Well, he's going to be drafted. I'm just telling you right now, he's going to be drafted. He's going to make a lot of money. He says, and John, I'll buy you a beer on Saturday. Well, I don't know, because what if I'm not draftable? You know, what if, what if I'm not good enough? What well, if I'm not good enough to hang out with you, man? Would you want that? Probably not. So, but man, people are. I get like, and here's the thing: there's those fans or people that say they're fans that are that way, but that's not everybody. Not everybody's that way towards whether it was Nick Smith or whether it was Moses Moody a couple years ago. Not everybody's like that. It's just some people are just very staunch about their ideas or at least their beliefs and looking at, oh, well, this guy either is sucky or this guy is awesome. And, and, you know, there's only, it can only be black and white. And I think some people, I think maybe even Zach, a caller earlier, alluded to it. Selfishly, they want that player to stay, so then they start kind of convincing themselves, well, they're not good, so that's why they need to stay. It's because they're just not good enough to go. Not good enough. Not that they're not good, because they're good enough that they want them to stay in school to make the team better, but not necessarily good enough for the next level. They want them to come back and keep working on some things with their game, but that's only going to help the team win, so selfishly they always want them to stay well listen the, the days of getting players to stay high level players that is getting them to stay three four years have come and gone now it's not to say that none of them will but because of nil and things like that maybe there's a little bit more uh emphasis or at least some sort of ability to be able to bring them back if they wanted to come back but you know they're they're still just not going to do those things very often uh, and i don't think it's ever going to go back but, you know, you got guys that are in the transfer portal. You got guys that were five-star McDonald's All-Americans that stay a couple of years. So it's not just all of those, too. It's just the way college basketball is right now. And I, I'm just going to trust the NBA scouts and the NBA guys that know who they're drafting and what they see. Because, again, they know a lot more than me, probably a lot more than all of us combined uh, here when it comes to watching Razorback basketball there, too. Uh, I will say I wanted to play this funny quick because we're talking about college basketball anyways. You know, Jim Laranega. Uh, who has done a great job with Miami. He's in the Final Four, the first Final Four for, for Miami. And uh, he, he was talking about the, the practices and playing in a, in a football stadium and everything with the Final Four. And I thought it was really interesting what he had to say about it. Yeah, shooting in a dome is very, very different because, as I said, it's like you're outdoors. So you've got to get more comfortable with it. You have to have some practices. Just like we did uh, going into the tournament using a different basketball that's not the basketball we use at home here. So the guys got to get uh, comfortable in handling the ball. Now they got to get comfortable in shooting in the dome. Yeah, I, I think my experience of being at a uh, number of Final Fours is this, that the venue is very different. You're playing basketball in a football stadium. Uh, it's very, very hard to communicate. It almost feels like you're playing outdoors. Uh, so it's going to take time for our players to adjust to it, but we get a chance to practice on Thursday and Friday in the stadium, and uh, hopefully our guys will be very, very comfortable and confident on Saturday. Now, I know he's not making any sort of excuses or anything, and I don't think he's setting them up for that, but it just fascinates me how in other sports, when you're playing in championships or in tournaments or, or whatever, playoffs, there are times where the conditions change. We saw in the Super Bowl how you know people were sliding all over the place because of the paint and everything. But I don't think there's a different vibe than what you get with college basketball when it comes to the changes to the ball, which I still don't understand. 
when it comes to playing in football stadiums and in backdrops. And he's talking about how it's playing outside, which is a completely different thing there too. You know, because even in the NBA, they play in each other's arenas. So I, I don't know. I just I I don't think it's ever going to change. But man, it is kind of crazy to think about how much goes from not only where you're playing, but with what ball you're playing in college basketball compared to what it is in the regular season. There have been several comments made about the ball, though, and uh, not only from the players, but the coaches have, have spoken out on it. And what they said is that they tweak the ball in a certain way to make sure they have the best possible basketball that they can play with. This is coming from the NCAA tournament committee. They looked into what, you know, what the makeup of the ball was and they wanted to have the best one that they think is possible. So they felt like they were making improvements to it. But the um, complaint about it has been that it had too much air in it. And that's what, um, that's what you know, many people have pointed to. You don't know if that's specifically what it is or if they have other issues with it. But the one thought is the PSI of mm-hmm. the basketball. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think all the uh, Tom Brady gate, the flight gates have been joked uh, about that too it's just you should have a standard and if you're in ma- major high level college basketball i get what you know NCAA is like oh we want to use the highest you know type of ball we can and the best okay so shouldn't that be like it is all all the time in all the regular season games that you can just have the best ball it i just don't feel like there's a conversation like this that happens in, in any other sport at any other level so i can understand the frustrations that players have the dome thing hey it is what it is but the ball thing Certainly there's a better way of going about it or some other way to change it, but that's just me. We are up against it. We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll have some more headlines to get to. We'll also get to more of your phone calls and text messages, 501-661-1037. We'll have your Razor Hog update coming up, too, with a ticket giveaway for Arkansas's game on Sunday against Alabama. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Brought to you by Floyd Seafood, Kill Avenue in Sherwood. Floyd's has live and cooked Louisiana crawfish. Place your order by 4 p.m. Thursday for weekend boils. Floyd'sMeatAndSeafood.com Sports Center. The first domino for the Arkansas basketball offseason has fallen as Nick Smith Jr. has declared for the NBA draft. Smith is projected to be a lottery pick by most outlets. In the NBA last night, the Sacramento Kings clinched their first playoff burst since 2006, breaking the longest playoff drought in North American pro sports. They beat the Trailblazers 120-80. In that game, Kings rookie Keegan Murray also broke the rookie record for threes made, which was held by Donovan Mitchell, who made 187 threes in the 2017-2018 season. The new longest playoff drought in North American Pro Sports is now the New York Jets, who haven't made the postseason since 2010. And it's Major League Baseball opening day. There will be one nationally televised game as the Astros take on the White Sox on ESPN at 6. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. If you're a lover of the outdoors, be sure to catch Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 103.7 The Buzz. Ray and co-host Brian Hendricks, outdoor editor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, explore the natural state and much, much more. All the fun is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 103.7 The Buzz. For more than a century, Arkansans have come to Oaklawn to play, to bet, and to win. Now, we're coming to you. Introducing Oaklawn Sports, the new mobile betting app from Oaklawn. Bet anywhere in Arkansas. Download the app on Apple and Google Play and take advantage of first bet insurance up to $250. Oaklawn Sports, Arkansas's trusted brand. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Big Red Stores believe in giving, and we believe in supporting the communities where we live and work. And that's why every year in March, we raise funds for Arkansas Children's. We know there are a lot of good causes to give to, and we certainly appreciate you helping us out. In fact, with your help, over the past few years, we've raised over $1 million for Arkansas Children's, and we also make sure that 100% of your donation goes to Arkansas Children's, including all sales this month of our Big Cookies, where you can buy one and donate at any Big Red Store or order a dozen at select stores. So donate to Arkansas Children's today at your local Big Red Store. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. 
which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agents Jason Daly or Richard Yeager in Little Rock and ask about shelter's competitive rates. Tito's Handmade Vodka presents the 2023-1037 The Buzz Golf Tournament Monday, April 10th at Rebsman Golf Course. Registration is now open at 1037thebuzz.com. So go and register your four-person team today. Prizes will be awarded in both morning and afternoon flights. The 2023-1037 The Buzz Golf Tournament Monday, April 10th at Rebsman Golf Course. Presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka and brought to you in part by Double B's with special thanks to Corky's Ribs and Barbecue, Big Red, and Michelob Ultra. Shh. <laughs> you hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Into the front court, Smith pull up for three, and it's good. Smith started running back down the floor the minute it left his hands. 26 for Nick Smith. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get the Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks has great specials for happy hour on drinks. Apps for 2 4 and $6. Tomorrow, you want to get by Twin Peaks and get a Lent bundle. You get fish and chips with a 22-ounce draft, and also other seafood specials, blackened fish tacos, shrimp, Caesar salad, and char-grilled salmon. So plenty of options there. And bourbon and brews also on Friday. And NCAA tournament coming up. You have the women's tournament taking place on Friday and Sunday with the Final Four on Friday, championship game on Sunday, men's on Saturday, and championship game on Monday. So plenty of sports action at Twin Peaks. They have wall-to-wall TVs to check out all the sports action. Combat sports this weekend, NBA, and, of course, you got college basketball getting their champions. So it's it's the place to check it all out. It's Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, any views. It is a trash talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and you know we—I love when coaches go after each other or just put up social media posts taking pod shots. I think it's always fun and entertaining, especially during the off season. Uh, but I, I thought it was great, and this is perfect for today with Lane Kiffin, and of course his ability to troll with the best of them when it comes to coaches. And Jimbo Fisher. I don't think there's any love lost between those two individuals, uh, especially after last year. And you have Nick Saban taking a shot at Jimbo about buying players, and then Jimbo's taking a shot at Bama and kind of throwing some shade towards Ole Miss. Just all that stuff uh, keeps going on. But either way, there was with Jimbo Fisher meeting with reporters in, during spring practice. He's talking about Petrino and talking about the the new offense and and how's everything going. But he was really standoffish. He wasn't really being detailed as far as the offense and and what's going to be happening, but uh, he said, Jimbo said, it's a scheme. It's not scheme, it's execution. He says that's what it is. His offense and the problems that the offense had at A&M was never about scheme. It's just about the execution. So putting it off on the player. Uh Uh-huh. And then he applied that train of thought also across the country where he says everybody does the same thing in college football. There's not a hill of beans between anybody as far as what goes on. Everybody runs the same plays. It's just about execution. So that's what Jimbo says. And, of course, Lane Kiffin gets a hold of this and tweets out the article 
and says with the caption, everybody runs the same plays, question mark. And then he puts out an emoji of a palm in the, or head in the palm saying it's only about players executing. And so he tagged Kirby Smart. He says, hey, just FYI, Kirby may want to look at this, apparently, because it's not about, everybody runs the same plays, it's just about execution. So he had some fun with that, but then he took it one step further, because there was this video of Texas A&M tight ends. They were catching rugby balls. They were practicing with rugby balls, and they're saying that, hey, if you can catch a rugby ball, you'll be able to catch a football. And then, of course, Lane Kiffin quote tweets that and says, and tags Kirby Smart in it once again, kind of with the uh, holding of the chin emoji, like thinking so, essentially what Lane is having some fun with is at the expense of Jimbo Fisher, but also kind of saying, well, you know, Kirby Smart, who just won the championship back-to-back times, and I guess, uh, you know, he's, there, he's, he's doing it wrong. It's, it's the way that Jimbo and everybody's doing it the right way, although the, the rugby football thing is kind of a weird thing to me, too. So, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love Like I said, I don't like Lane Kiffin, but then sometimes he really makes me laugh and he gets me back in. So, it's like, I want to hate you, but you make me laugh, and I love that. Everybody just likes taking shots at Jimbo, and until they come through and win something, it'll continue to be that way. But why are you why are you practicing with rugby balls? Like that's my thing. I, I get that sometimes you can be innovative, but I feel like if you just the more you practice with regular footballs, that'll get you more ready to catch regular footballs during the game. People have different ways of going about things, and according to Jimbo, they run the same plays, but the training may be different. Yeah, yeah. yeah apparently, uh, Darius Slayton, the wide receiver there for Texas A&M, says uh, if you can catch a rugby ball twenty times, then somebody threw you a football. It just makes the football seem like a Nerf ball. It makes the ball seem way smaller. Those balls are a little more inflated. They got a little bounce to them. If that rugby ball smacks you in your palm, it's coming off. So it kind of helps you frame the ball, get a good grip, a bigger target. That way, when you catch a football, it feels like you're just engulfing it with your hands. Obviously, everybody has different opinions, but I think it helps. So, All right. Well, hey, if it helps, great. But if I start seeing some drops from the Texas A&M players this year, especially in the early part, I know where I'm pointing to. Well, maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't be practicing with rugby balls. Maybe you should actually be practicing with footballs. But... Uh, yeah, it, it just never ceases to amaze me. Awesome, all the spring practices and the 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 talking. Like I always thought, SEC media days used to be for the talking season. I think it's moved now to spring because these are when the shots start getting taken from coaches afar. I guess maybe not in person there, but uh, it seems like just over the past few years, this has really been when, specifically in the SEC, college coaches have been taking their shots and letting everybody know and trolling or whatever it may be more so than it was even in sec media days too. they're setting everything up they're getting everybody excited about college football once again and it's a year-round deal they they want to make sure college football stays year, relevant year-round and that you know there is really no off-season they're always working yeah well i know that you know sam Pittman. we'll have some uh, audio from him again in the razor hog update as he was on morning mayhem this morning which Always good to hear from Coach Pittman, and as Martin Magician said, we'll definitely be down there for the Arkansas Derby this weekend, too. But a uh, few people, though, texting in on the first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. We were talking about the basketballs from the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, he says that the only complaint I heard from the tournament basketball was the slickness or texture of the ball. Did you all hear anything on that? Some players were saying that the ball was very slick. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah definitely. Uh, I also heard that well, because that, it was... I think it was with Arkansas. I think Council said that the ball was t- tough to grip because he says he has small, smaller hands anyways, and he said it was tough and slick. But then when Nick Smith was asked about it, or when he was talking about it, he said, he's like, he's like yeah, the ball has more grip than I'm used to. And so it's kind of like you had, I it guess depends, it just depends on your yeah, hands. It depended on uh, the individual players. And there were even complaints that, and this has nothing to do with the ball itself, but they were saying the ball looks unbelievably orange like <laughs> it's a different color orange and uh so by saying that they're saying they definitely can see that it's a different ball because the color doesn't even match yeah yeah i guess it's true i saw the like comparison that somebody put up on a picture of the regular season basketball and the and i was like yeah that's that's very orange it almost seems like just looking at i know it's not but you know when you were a kid you ever had those like toy or just those basketballs that weren't real basketballs but they're like you know, like I had a Space Jam basketball. Like it wasn't a, a little squeeze basketball. Yeah, like and it had no grip on it whatsoever. But it's just really bright and colorful, and like that's what it reminds me of. So, yeah, it's just something I, I thought was uh, was pretty wild there. So, uh, 
Okay, so we may have uh, some news here, Joe. I'm trying to confirm it. But it looks like Trevin Brazil has announced he's going to be returning to Arkansas next year. I'm going to get that confirmed. That's big news. But it, that's, it's, it's, it's what's being said right now. But if that's the case, that is huge news for Arkansas and, and getting him back. Uh, I'm trying to, because somebody says on his social media, I was like, oh, jeez, where's his social media? i got to find it. I guess I wouldn't follow him or, or anything like that, too. But think about how big that's going to be just to be able to have him back and, and being on the team and everything like that. Just what the impact he will be just having him, an experienced guy, an athlete, coming off of an injury, trying to prove himself. Building a team around a guy like that will be huge. And this is what happens, uh, of course, we've already heard that Nick Smith Jr. declared, but this is what happens when they have the conversations with the players individually on the team and the outlook of the team moving forward. Sometimes it's about re-recruiting these players and trying to tell them what they feel like are their best options as far as either returning or moving on. Yeah, and this is according to Joe Tipton, who is a uh, recruiting expert on On3 Sports. Yeah, he says that Trevin Brazil will return to the Razorbacks and not go pro. I love it. I absolutely love it. That is huge. Good for you, Trevin. Good for you, and that's big for Razorback fans. Loving that. I'm loving that. And I'm so glad that uh, they're at least got that piece of good news because there's nothing worse than having to be anxious and waiting. Don't have to worry about it. Dude's coming back. And hopefully he picks up right where he left off with the upside that he had on, his, on, his, on the team this past year, too. Uh, let's go to the phone. Let's we take a break. Uh, Lewis is in Little Rock. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's up, uh, John and Joe? How you doing? Doing good. great, man. Good, good. Hey, um, yeah, that, that, that's the best news, Trevor Brazil coming back. Uh, in my opinion, that's the player we missed the most this year with him uh, because of his versatility. And uh, and also, the, the best dunk of the year. And, and like I said, I've seen you know, the highlights and everything on uh, SportsCenter, but to me, the best dunk of the year is still Trevor Brazil's dunk. College or pro. Um, remember that one where he was like two feet above the guy's head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, posterized yeah. the guy where it was just everybody ran away. It was so nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah, when Chuck gets that excited, you know something, something's up. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but it's, and as far as the Nick Smith thing goes, um, I, I, I was glad that he, you know, came back during the season. But my only, my only concern, which is exactly what happened, is that must, you know, I mean, that first game he had him coming off the bench, but the other games he had him starting. And in my opinion, that was a mistake because the team had won five straight games and they had started figuring it out. And, you know, it, it was great that he came back because he's a tremendous talent. But in my opinion, he should have been coming off the bench the whole time. And that way it wouldn't mess up the chemistry that the team already had. And so I, I think that's why they kind of struggled a, a little bit down the stretch because he, you know, inserted him in the starting lineup and messed up the rotation that they had. And, um, and like I said, because, I mean, you had won five straight games without him. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, Lewis. I actually do agree with you, though. I, I think that there's, you know, it's always hindsight's twenty twenty, but considering the roles and what, you know, I think everybody was just trying to figure out how, how can we make this work and get the most out of it. I think they took a risk on it, and it didn't work out in that front. It's unfortunate, but it's like I just think it was tough for everybody to figure out what they needed to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely so. I mean, I, you know, I understand their position, too, because, I mean, he is a lottery pick, you know, and, you know, they were trying to help him, you know, with that. But at the same time, you got you got to consider the team, and the team has won five straight games. So, you know, I'm 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 man, I'm kind of superstitious in that way in old school where if you got something working, man, you know, you, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Oh, I hear you. I hear you, Lewis. Hey, we appreciate the phone call, man. We're up against it. We got more out of bounds and your Razor Hog update coming up here on 1037 the Buzz. So stay with us. This is Pat Bradley from Motorsports Authority. With two big locations in Russellville and Hot Springs, they're stacking them deep and selling them cheap. Come shop a huge selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. These vehicles are local one-owner trades with low miles. Safe and fun, we got something for the whole family. Plus, at MSA, we let you do it your way. You can lift it, tint it, wrench it, or wheel it. Customize your vehicle your way. Come see us today, Motorsports Authority in Russellville, across from Walmart, or Central Ave in Hot Springs, or shop us online at msastore.com. How important is price when buying tires. Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. 
How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The 1977-78 Arkansas basketball team had a magical 32-4 season, making a run all the way to the Final Four. The triplets, Sidney Moncrief, Ron Brewer, and Marvin Delph, were remarkable players. As a junior high player in Michigan, I wore number 44 in honor of Delph, a defensive stopper who was a sniper from the perimeter. Fast forward 40 years later, and I finally got to meet number 44 and found out he's an even better man than he was a player, which is saying a lot. So much for not meeting your heroes, the great Marvin Delph. Double B supports the one and only Razorbacks, from Coach Sutton's tough-as-nail squads to Coach Musselman's back-to-back Elite Eight teams. Here's hoping this year's bunch makes another run. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. Tune in each week for the Hoop Fi Basketball Academy Player Profile and Scouting Report with Bart Reed. Every Wednesday on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater, Bart will discuss player profiles from around the state for one boy and one girl with scouting reports on each athlete. Bart will then expand it in the season to include D2, D3, and junior colleges in Arkansas. This segment is made possible by Hoop Fi basketball academy hello folks it's frank fletcher from the fletcher dodge store right here in sherwood well you know everybody's talking about high prices on automobiles but i've got some great news we have huge discounts on our most popular models how about this ten thousand dollars off on ram bighorn crew cab four by twos and we have a beautiful lifted bighorn crew cab four by four that's also discounted ten thousand dollars we've got a huge selection of jeep gladiators for six thousand dollars off you'll save up to six thousand dollars on the brand new grand cherokee laredo four by four at fletcher dodge and sherwood folks that's the hottest selling model i hope you get this message we have a huge inventory of new units and we have our famous green tag prices clearly marked on the windshield the green tag is the lowest price no tricks no gimmicks everyone gets the green tag price you know we have three dodge Chrysler jeep ram stores so we have a big selection come see us at fletcher dodge on warden road or you can shop us online at fletcherdeals.com it's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. He's lost his footing. Pinion took it away from him. Joseph with the steal. Gives it to Black. Hogs with numbers. Ahead to Council for a throwdown. Council with the dunk. Pinion with the steal. On 103.7 The Buzz. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll have your Razor Hog update in a second. But first, I'm going to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet and the great deals that they have going on right now. It's getting warmer outside. The sun is shining. It's getting brighter later in the day. Isn't it great to have it back? Well, the thing is, it's not so great, though, if you're driving around and... A crappy car that can't have the windows rolled down, that you can't be proud of, that you can't be rolling around in and everyone be looking at you be like, hey, that person, that guy or gal, they, they got it going on. 
Well, Guani Chevrolet can help you out with that because they have 0% interest financing on 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500 with those Turbo Max engines. Best type of engine you can get in that type of truck. And that's just one of the many deals. They also have a great deal going on with the Chevy Equinox. We know that uh, the Equinox has been driven here by some of the employees at 1037 The Buzz and Signal Media. They swear by it. And they also have pre-owned vehicles that you can check out. So maybe you're not looking for a truck. Maybe if you're not looking for an SUV or a crossover, don't fret. They have plenty of vehicles to choose from. They have large SUVs. They got cars, midsize. They got it all. Anything you need, Guani Chevrolet is going to take care of you. And it's right there, conveniently located in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit at 1301 TP White Drive. You won't want to miss out on this opportunity, folks. It's the best type of deal you could ever get. So visit Guatney Chevrolet, guatneychevrolet.com, and come visit us tomorrow, Out of Bounds, from 1 to 4 tomorrow afternoon, live from Guatney Chevrolet right there in Jacksonville. You won't want to miss that either. Uh, before we go to your Razor Hog update, let's uh, go to Steve, who's in the litter. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Doing great. Good. Yeah. Hey, great news about Brazil. Um I wasn't going to say anything about this, uh, but since I heard that announcement, I was actually talking to, um, I'll, just, I'll just put it this way, a former Razorback player that um, was very close to the program this weekend, and uh, he had shared, of course, that everyone knew Nick Smith was going, but uh, he felt Walsh, Walsh was going to go ahead and sign a contract as well, but he he said that his feeling was that Brazil was going to stay, which is wonderful. I think he's more important than Nick, in my estimation, but the other two things he said was interesting. Um, he said that the uh, Twins were probably going to leave just because of their attitude. That he, he said they're not real good in terms of locker room attitudes and practice attitudes. And then the other guy he said that he was really worried about was uh, Darian Ford. And I brought him up thinking, what do you think about him stepping in the void as a guard? And he was worried that he was going to leave because of personal reasons. So have you heard anything about that? Not anything officially. I know at this point there's always talk. And, like, for instance, you brought up Brazil – uh, when we were in the NCAA tournament in Des Moines, we had a chance to talk to Brazil, and he even told me and some other guys there off record that he was coming back, but he didn't want it to be announced until he's ready. So it's like, uh, you know, it's one of those things where if you hear it from the horse's mouth, it's like, okay, well, I know that's happening, but then, you know, you hear things like you've been hearing, and I've heard things too. It's just really hard to know or to confirm what's true and what's not when it comes to reasons and everything. That's why you just kind of have to wait for the official announcements to come along. Yeah, well, I hope Ford stays. I mean, I'm not going to get into what he told me in details, but it's, uh, it surprised me. But um, I, I do hope he stays because I think he's a he could develop into a really good guard. So, but anyway, hey, I'll get out of your way. Uh, enjoy the show. Thanks. I appreciate it, Steve. That's what it's all about. Players weighing their options and whether they want to be patient with the current situation or they want to look into something else. Well, and then you also throw in with this, this point about Jordan Walsh and, and possibly moving on or signing a contract. I, I'm not saying he's wrong because, you know, again, we don't know until it's official and when they make their announcement. But a lot of people, myself included, after talking with Jordan Walsh after the NCAA tournament lost to UConn and the, and the phrasing that he put out, certainly sound like he was leaning towards coming back. Now, is that just words or is it just, you know, trying to, you know, live in the moment and, and kind of not thinking about the next step? Could be that, too. But... You know, sometimes those types of things happen where they feel one way, but something transpires. Maybe somebody talks to them, maybe a scout gets with them, maybe coaches get with them, whatever it is, and, and they and they move on. So that's where it's like you always just got to be careful about uh, what you believe and who you hear it from and whether or not it's true or not because it's really tough out there. Let's go to Ray, who's in the Little Rock. What's up, Ray? What's going on, fellas? Um, I just got a word. I kind of scroll on social media today, and I see a whole lot of, uh, he's not ready, and he didn't even have a good season, and he should come back for a year. And my question is, why? Uh, the NBA doesn't draft you off to have uh, the success you had because that was, if that was the case, Luca Garza and Tyler Hansborough would have been drafted number one overall. Uh, evidently, they see some potential. He has people who who already have NBA ties who's giving them the information. If they would have told them that, this season would have took him out the first round, maybe. But 
evidently he's got the word that he's going to be a first rounder and who would pass up that opportunity that's like being offered a job that gives you 100k a year and you're telling them well nope i'm not ready i'm not going to take it no if they're telling you that that you have the job you're going to take it so um much love to Nick, man. I appreciate the effort because he could have shut it down when everybody thought he was going to shut it down, and he came back and he risked—he uh, risked being the number one overall pick, coming back to play some games for us. So, uh, all those adults who bash the kid, they really need to get a life, man. Y'all have a good. One. I appreciate it, Ray. Thanks for calling in, and I do agree with you. Uh, I don't—I don't think that anybody that's. Because again, it's, on social media, you got to be careful because you never know if it's just people being trolls. Because there's a lot of teen. There's like, it's crazy how in depth it is. There are people out there that have Twitter accounts posing as fans of other teams just to make that fan base look bad. That dude's I mean, it's it's wild. So, but I have we have seen people who have texted into the show. I've seen on social media. Yeah, you just can't listen to those people, and I don't think anybody, no one, should ever blame or say that it's a bad decision for Nick Smith leaving if he's going to be drafted in the first round. Cause <laughs> I, I just don't understand that. If I was drafted, like, name me one player that, you know, was going to get drafted in the first round and came back and, you know, it ended up being such a much better decision for him. Like, maybe there's a few examples, but if you're first rounder especially, go. I don't want you back. Go. Go get your money. Go get your career going. We appreciate what you did and wish you but the best of luck. Even if you say you don't understand a player's, what, what their mentality is as far as what they want to do next, support it. Yeah. You, you know that this is what they want to do and just be supportive of it. You may not understand it. You may say, question it and say that this isn't the right move. But if they feel like it's the right move, just support them and what they want to do next. Yeah. And, I, and even if it makes sense if somebody, and I'm not saying Nick Smith's like this, but if there was some player out there that's, uh, you know, everyone thought, hey, this they're going to come back for another year because they weren't any good or they didn't play or whatever, and they're like, no, I'm going to go to the NBA and I'm going to I'm going to get drafted first round, and then they don't, okay, then you can maybe criticize that, but there, there's no doubt. If I was 18 years old, if I was in Nick Smith's shoes, I'm leaving. Love Arkansas, but I got to go get mine. I got to start my career, and I got to take that next step. That's the way it needs to be viewed. Uh, so that was quick moving, but we've had some great calls. I know we're having a Razor Hog update. We'll get to that in the next hour. But coming up next, Tyler Spoon, former Razorback baseball player and outfielder, is going to join us every Thursday moving forward. So it's going to be great to catch up with him, thanks to First Horizon Bank. We'll see what he thinks about Razorback baseball. And I know he keeps up with the other Razorback sports, too. So we'll have some fun with him in the third hour of Out of Bounds on a Trash Talk Thursday. Coming up next. The days of no inventory and no discount is over because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000 off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this? I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So for the largest inventory in the state and the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the website.